All right. So you are working to build out that awareness piece from the last episode, right? This episode, we're going on to step two of my niche domination formula, quality and helpfulness. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. Podcastification is all about you, teaching you how to podcast, how to put into practice the best practices that I and my team have learned in working with hundreds of clients. You are going to podcast better from listening to this show. If you like what you hear on Podcastification, Please just hit the pause button, swipe to the sharing function on your app, and share this episode with somebody you know will benefit. And if you'd like to get in on more podcastification goodness, you can do it by subscribing to our podcast optimizer email series. And I promise you, you won't get lots of junk. You'll just get one actionable email a week. Go to podcastfasttrack.com slash optimizer. That is enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Hey, welcome back to Podcastification. Carrie Green here. We are talking about how you can make your show one of the go-to resources in your particular niche. And it's really important that you do that because there's so much opportunity to listen to podcasts about any topic under the sun. And so the topics that you speak about you need to rise to the top. You need to be one of those that the people in your area of interest are able to find and receive value from on a regular basis. So this issue that we're going to talk about today is the issue of quality and helpfulness. And I think this one is best illustrated by talking about movies because it's something that we all can relate to. There are only two reasons I can think of that people talk about a particular movie. Either it was really good or it was really bad. And then in the middle are the millions of movies that nobody is really talking about because they're just so-so, right? Well, the same is true of podcasts. You want people to be talking about your podcast, but for the right reason, because it's truly great content. Now, that greatness exists in either quality or helpfulness, and preferably in both of those. So let's talk about each one of them. Quality. Quality has to do with the experience that your listeners have as an episode of your podcast comes through their earbuds. There are a handful of words and opposing words that I believe help us dial this one in. Your show may not be all of these, but it should be some of these. So is your podcast pleasant? as opposed to painful to listen to. That has to do with audio quality. Are you using a good microphone? Are you in a quiet room? Are you speaking and learning microphone technique in a way that you're not doing harsh S's and K's and P's that hurt people's ears? Is your leveling and your balance done in such a way that your show is not loads louder than the one they listened to just before? You see, you want it to be pleasant for your listeners. The second word that helps me here is creative as opposed to more of the same old, same old. You get what I'm saying? Your show needs to be original. You need to come up with new perspectives, new ways of addressing the topic. And some of that is going to flow out of the fact that you're just a different person from everyone else who's in your industry. 
You're going to have your own unique perspective. You're going to have your own way of doing things, looking things. You're going to have your own experiences that you've learned from that are different from the other people in your industry. So don't listen to that voice that says, man, there are so many podcasts in my industry. What do I have to offer? Well, you just answered your own question. You have you to offer your unique perspective. So get creative with that. And don't be afraid to look through your own lens to find a way to present the content in a way that will resonate with people who think like you. Okay, the next word that I think of here is deep, as opposed to skimming the surface of your topics. You see, when you go deep on your subjects, and I'm not saying deep in the sense of a chemistry class where you're getting into all the weeds and only the people who are the science geeks really get it. Sorry, science geeks. I know. We love you. But you know what I'm saying. I'm saying deep in the sense of in a way that matters. You want your subject matter to be dealt with in a way that matters for your audience and in a way that's obviously matters to you. So you need to have enthusiasm, you need to be in it, you need to be providing real value. You know, if that requires research, you've done your homework and you know what you're talking about. You don't want to come across as just another one of those people who calls themselves an expert, but is really only regurgitating what they read on someone else's blog post. You want to be the source material. You want to be the one who's done your homework and knows what you're talking about. So... Another word that comes to mind when I think of how to set your podcast apart in terms of quality is that is your podcast moving as opposed to emotionally uninspiring? You know, there needs to be something in your podcast that's motivating, that gets people moving, that gets their juices flowing. You see, you want to address your subject with enthusiasm and passion so that others catch that. It is contagious, believe it or not. I mean, when you speak into the microphone about your subject matter, when you engage with your guests, smile, I mean, visibly smile while you're talking because it comes across in your voice. If you're a person who typically uses hand gestures when you talk, use those hand gestures. In fact, I'm doing that right now. You've got to get yourself into your subject matter because that energy comes through the microphone into the earbuds of your listeners. And that is part of what helps you to give a moving presentation that motivates people to take action on the things you're talking about. Another example or word that was helpful in this quality issue is, is your podcast revealing as opposed to guarded or inhibited? You know, some people feel like they should hold back most of the good stuff that they know so that people can actually buy that from them. And they only give little tidbits or little hints or little tips. And that's all they do with their podcast. And I am an advocate of doing it exactly the opposite. I don't think your show should be full of tips. I think your show should be full of actionable, practical, here's the whole store in the kitchen sink too sort of content. You see what I'm saying? I want you to give them everything. And here's why. I call this the fire hose approach, meaning you're trying to get your audience a drink of water and you're feeding them that drink of water with a fire hose. Now, it doesn't sound very pleasant when you think of it in a, in a realistic sense, but what you're doing is you're being so generous to your audience with your content that they realize, wow, there's a lot more to this subject than I thought there was. There's a lot more to implementing it well than I thought there was. There's a lot more to uh, putting this into practice in my life than I thought there was. And therefore, I think because I do really want this, but I don't have the time or don't want to expend the energy to do it myself, I need some help. 
And guess who they're going to look to as their help? Well, it's going to be you because you've already generously provided them so much great content. So don't be afraid to reveal your secrets. Don't be afraid to tell them everything you know, because that's what's going to build trust, which is what's going to build that loyal audience in time. Another question, is your podcast provocative as opposed to being bland or uninspiring? I mean, do you provoke your listeners to think? Do you provoke them to think of things in new ways? Do you provoke your listeners with contrary opinions or controversial approaches to things? And I'm not saying you have to be sensationalistic, but what I am saying is you don't want to be the same old, same old vanilla stuff that's out there everywhere. You want to be set apart in the way that you approach things. And again, much of that will come through your personality and the unique way you look at things, but you want to make sure that your content is truly provocative. Now, all of these words that I've just highlighted are possible descriptions for your show. Some of them won't be. Many of them will be. You've got to decide which ones you want to make a hallmark of your podcast and then double down on those. But know this, there is no one-size-fits-all answer for this issue. You've got to decide what you can manage both in terms of your expertise and in terms of the time you have to devote to your podcast. But you can be assured of this. If your podcast is not high quality, nobody will be talking about it. That means your growth curve will be slow, 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 and you will never dominate your niche. Unless you are listening to this podcast on my podcast website at podcastfasttrack.com, you probably haven't noticed, but I have moved my podcast feed from my previous media host to Captivate.fm. Now, why did I do that? Well, it wasn't because I was dissatisfied with the other media host. In fact, the media host I was with has served me very well for a long time, and I still have three or four different podcasts over there. Some of them are like legacy podcasts that are still just publishing no new episodes, but, but the old episodes are still there. But another one is a daily podcast that I publish every single day. It's still at the old media host. But I moved this show for a couple of reasons. Number one, I wanted to take a deeper dive into Captivate. Because I'm very impressed with what the guys at Captivate are doing. Mark Asquith and his team are doing some great things over there. They are incredible web designers, but they're also very much podcasters. They get what it takes to be successful at podcasting. And they're coming up with new little toys and tricks and marketing deployments all the time. Captivate is really a cool service. And I'm getting a lot out of it just by learning all the bells and whistles myself. I have developed a relationship with the guys over there where I've, I'm an affiliate of them. Essentially, I send people to them because I believe in their products so much. And one of the cool things I like about Captivate is you get a certain bandwidth of downloads uh, every single month, and you can have as many podcasts within that bandwidth as you would like to have. And so I'm paying the one low monthly price right now for two podcasts that are in Captivate, rather than having to pay a new monthly fee every time I add a show. Now, if any of my shows explode, then yes, the cost is going to go up as my download numbers go up. But hey, that's the price of success, isn't it? And it's not an exorbitant cost, so it's not a big deal. So if you'd like to check out Captivate, check out the link in the description of this episode right there in your podcast player or app and tell them 
Carrie Green from Podcast Fast Track sent you. All right, it's time for us to talk about this issue of helpfulness. One of the most powerful ways that your podcast can be a high-quality show in your niche is by being ultra-helpful. I think that's one of the reasons that Pat Flynn's podcast, the Smart Passive Income Podcast, appeals to so many people. Pat works really hard to make it super practical and super helpful. You can tell by the research he does, by the the expertise he demonstrates, that he is not taking it lightly. So you have to ask yourself, what does my particular audience need? Now, your answer could come in the form of the pains that you know they experience, the struggles that they have, or the desires they have that are not fulfilled. And you can find out the real answer from the real people you're trying to reach in those social media groups or community groups that I mentioned in the last episode. By the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go back and listen to that. But the point is this. Once you know the answer of what it is that your audience needs, you have the opportunity to fill the void. You can be the one who provides the helpful content that perfectly fits what they're looking for. You know, amazing things happen when you meet somebody's need. One of those things is that they become tremendously appreciative. They sometimes reach out to tell you so. They often tell others about what you did to help them, even though you never hear about it. You just see your podcast numbers growing mysteriously, and that's because somebody's telling someone else. And when that's happening, people are talking about your podcast for the right reasons, because it is such high quality and because it is so helpful. Now, all of this may sound overly simplistic, but it really is that simple. But remember, simple doesn't mean easy. You've got to do the hard work to figure out, number one, who your audience is, number two, what kind of quality they're looking for, and number three, how you can best help them. The next episode of Podcastification is going to feature step three or the third phase in my niche domination formula, which is originality and appeal. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Thank you.